into A to Z Sports. Prime time on a Monday. I'm your host, Buck Rising. If you're new, and I'm proud as always to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, not only is it the best car buying experience in Middle Tennessee, it is the best customer service. It is the best quality American-made Ford vehicles. Two Rivers Ford is the best across the board. You can find out more in Mount Juliet at their dealership or online at tworiversford.com. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, that's where you go for your dream address without the stress. They'll find you the best value with the best intel that only the Ashton team can provide. The official real estate agent of the Titans and of A to Z Sports Prime Time is GaryAshton.com. So, uh, having a conversation the other day, I was I was looking around and uh, I was thinking about this, and I thought this would be a great primetime subject. I was on Raw Room. So Darren Bates, former Titans linebacker, he'd been in the league for, I mean, this would be his 10th year if he gets another chance, drafted by the Rams. Well, actually, I think DB was undrafted. Came in with the Rams, went to the Raiders, did a couple years here in Tennessee and was last season with the Falcons. So Darren Bates has a podcast called The Raw Room. And we were we were chopping it up. We talked about Titans uh, rookies looking good at camp. We talked about uh, various situations that Mike Vrabel has had with the media. We've talked about a lot of different things that DB and I have been a part of with the Titans over the course of both of our careers here, respectively. And so he asked me a question about what's been the best game that I've covered as a Tennessee Titans reporter. And I thought, you know, that'd be an interesting conversation, rewatchable type stuff, right? Everybody likes going back and remembering some of the best and worst moments that you experienced as a sports fan with your favorite team. So that's what we're going to do tonight. I'm going to tell you from my perspective as a somebody who covers it, and I would be curious to know your best and worst that we'll get to throughout the course of this evening. So let's start there with your Two Rivers Ford take, if you would be so kind. What's been the best Titans game you have attended? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. The best game that you have been in attendance for. It could be home. It could be on the road in any number of locations. Uh, I want all the details or as many as you're able to fit. Let me know what was the best Titans game you have ever attended. Do that, and we'll get to your answers here in just a second. So when Bates asked me this question, I had to think about it because, you know, it's been, what, six years of me covering the team, or this will be my sixth year covering the team. And I think that I've seen a lot of great ones, but, you know, super prisoner of the moment. I didn't ever cover Steve McNair or Eddie George. Now, I obviously know what they did for this franchise and across their NFL careers, but I wasn't here as a working reporter to cover those games, and I never went to any of those games. That was long before I specifically moved to Nashville. The best resource I have for those things is Game Pass, YouTube, and when NFL Network replays this kind of stuff. So mine's within a a much smaller sample size than I think a lot of you guys would be. Mine's the last five seasons of Titans football. And When DB asked me this question, I had to think about it for a couple of minutes, but there is one that sticks out in my mind from the 2019 season that 
even even three years later, I still can't believe happened and that I was there to witness it. What would you say the best game that you ever saw in Titans history? I think the game at New England in that playoff run in 2019 because Logan mm-hmm. picked Brady off oh, to yeah, end his it. Patriots yeah, yeah. career. Ooh. And I thought you guys I thought you guys had no business in there. None. Damn. None. What? Listen. <laughs> See, that's how all y'all treat. That's why Titans don't get no media, no, no. regular media love for people like that. They're the talk. <laughs> Everybody been talking about them all summer because some dumb shit the quarterback True. may or may not have said. True. Like you want the media coverage? That's how you get it. Quarterback conflict. Look at that. that Tom Brady next. last play as a Patriot. My dog pick sixes. That Logan went and he's nuts. playing for the Patriots. <laughs> so that makes that's like crazy. And Vrabel out Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, he was running hey. the clock out with that fake part or that, that was formation. Me, that was me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time, so we had a shit called grenade. Hey, you trying to waste time. It's like four minutes running and after four minutes, my car just keep running after a penalty. So I said shit brave and start learning the rules. We had grenade. It was supposed to be uh don't nobody ever like doing grenade because you know that was a penalty nigga, but Wood didn't give a fuck. So he was like, I right, do it. So boom, he do the false start. I right, clock still run. We move back five yards. I got this shit from one player, right? You know who <laughs> that might make a noise right before he get the ball snap to get somebody to try to jump, right? So okay. my ass get down. I get down all super slow. I go <laughs> like I was sneezing. At- Whoa! <laughs> my ass, Lord, hey, 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 buddy. <laughs> Bro, you should have saw that man. That man was hot. Belichick. Uh, I've <laughs> never seen somebody hey, rattle Bill hey, Belichick. Hey, you though. know my silly ass. Laughing like a bitch. All right, bro. Damn, that's so funny. That's... Then they changed the rule the next year. Yeah, they changed so the rule. So he got two, huh? Nah, I can't call that one, man. Because uh, Bill Belichick been there on that shit. And now we did it him now. So he was, oh, hell no. Okay, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. No, so they... we got it from them. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. That whole season was nuts. That shit was fine. Like, Marcus getting benched, Tannehill taking over, Derek went. I mean, Derek had like 200 yards a game hey, man, in the yes, playoffs. Bro. Yeah, he was hot. But that's it right As a matter of fact, look at him. That's the day that it might became a, a, a gif or a meme. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at, I hey, remember he, that. Brady wanted, he wanted to laugh like a bitch. <laughs> so that's one of my most memorable moments. That's probably the most memorable game that I recall. That's probably the best game that I've covered. Given the stakes, given where we were as a, a traveling uh, team media contingent and watching Mike Vrabel in New England go into New England for Tom Brady's final game as a Patriot, that's been the best game of my career to cover. But I want to ask you guys, your Two Rivers Four take, what's been the best game that you have been in attendance for? And listen, if you're not at most, the vast majority of you guys are Titans fans, but if you were fans of other teams or if you want to do it in college football-wise, you can do that too. But we're specifically tying this in to the Tennessee Titans if that's the game that you want to play. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. It's, as always, made possible by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. You can do the Built For You program. You can select any new Ford vehicle in any color that you want with any customizable accessories. Two Rivers Ford will build that car for you and deliver it right to your door. It's one of the many ways that Two Rivers Ford goes above and beyond to make sure that you have the best possible customer service experience when you're looking for a new or a pre-owned vehicle. Two Rivers Ford has a wide selection 
of certified blue Ford Advantage pre-owned vehicles, and you want to get a pre-owned vehicle from a dealership you know you can trust. That's Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, mine's the Patriots game. What's yours in the comment section? Best game for Will Dodson Jr. on Facebook Live. Beating the Pats in Nashville. Worst game, the Jets. So, we're doing this in recency. that So there was a Patriots game here in 2018, and that was the moment where they had to, because of injuries, start giving Derrick Henry meaningful reps. Remember that at the time, Deion Lewis was on the roster. He was seeing a substantial portion of the workload. At that time, David Flewellen, who was at best a good special teams player, was getting snaps over Derrick Henry. Flew had some kind of knee issue that caused him to have to leave the game. All of a sudden, Derrick Henry's getting volume carries, and it's working against the Patriots' defense. That was the year in 2018. They also upset the defending Super Bowl champions, the Philadelphia Eagles, in an incredible overtime game. Marcus Mariota to Corey Davis in the back of the end zone. In overtime, a lot of fun games under Mike Vrabel in the last couple of years. The Titans have just been more competitive under Mike Vrabel, and we've kind of seen that materialize in a lot of these games. Uh, For Kenneth, his favorite to have been at is a tie between the comeback against the Chiefs in Nashville, also spectacular in 2019. That's the Rashad, that's the David Long forced fumble, Rashawn Evans strip score, you have a uh, you have a blocked punt, or rather a blocked extra point by Josh Kalou to keep that game in check for Tennessee. That one also batshit crazy like that. And that I mean, they still have a winning record, playoffs notwithstanding. I mean, I don't know you got to count the playoffs, but you know they have a winning record against Patrick Mahomes. They've had good game plans to play the Chiefs in the last couple of years. Uh, so it's a tie between that in 2019 and the game against the Chiefs in the playoffs at Arrowhead. Mariota in the playoffs catching a touchdown pass to himself. Jonathan, I mean, I, I hate to boil the wind down for them to one situation, but Jonathan Cyprian concussing Travis Kelsey, I I think almost single-handedly won them the game. Truly, because they were getting they were getting scorched. In the first half, Cyprian knocks Kelsey out. It's a just a righteous hit. I felt bad for Travis Kelsey. It's one of those that, you know, now would be just drowned in penalty flags. But I think even as recently as, what was that, 2017? Uh, that was before they really started harping on pass interference on the defensive backs. Well, I mean, more than pass interference, unnecessary roughness on the defensive backs. But yeah, that was also an electric game, right? The ghost of Darrell Rivas out there playing corner for the Chiefs at the time. He goes to swat the pass down. Marcus Mariota threw into the end zone. Marcus dives for it, rolls in for a touchdown. Some of the craziest uh, moments that I have seen. One of the most memorable moments of Marcus Mariota's career in Tennessee and the first playoff win for the Titans to that point in a considerable amount of time. Um, John Bertotti says, wasn't the prettiest game, but the Music City Miracle was fantastic. Yeah, that's a good one to cite. Whole stadium shook and people were hugging and people were hugging people they, they didn't even know. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, we're to the point where like that's been a, a part of Titans draft class trivia with the 2022 class 
Traylon Burks is the first first round pick for the Titans that was born after the Music City Miracle. So that that's something that has to hurt a lot of Titans fans because other than that, I mean, they have had they have had some some pretty spectacular moments, but nothing like iconic is the Music City Miracle. That that kind of a play for the Titans doesn't exist really anywhere else in the last, I mean, damn near three decades of Oilers, Titans. happened there, but it seems like we have corrected the situation. Read, thumbs up. We're doing okay. Yeah, I think the Wi-Fi dropped in real time, so we switched over uh, to the hotspot. Listen, nothing stops the primetime show. I've been on vacation for too long. That'd be slowed down at this point. Don't worry about it. We're back, and we're better than ever. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, worst game is the only one I've attended. Titans versus, oh, goodness. We need to talk about this. Let's talk about the worst moments under Mike Vrabel, in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, on Twitter, and Twitch. What's the worst Titans game that you've been in attendance for? Because I have a that come to mind. Let me know in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com, that's where you go for your dream address Without the stress, the Ashton team will put you in a position to succeed with the Intel Edge that you can only get from the Gary Ashton team. They're the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans and of the Nashville Predators. The Ashton team will get you the best, uh, your dream address without the stress and the best Intel that you could possibly have on this red-hot Nashville real estate market, GaryAshton.com. So, what's been... The worst moment at this uh, for you attending or watching Titans games. Let me know in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. I was listening to Taylor Lewan. This clip went viral the other day of Bussin' with the Boys talking about Blaine Gabbert. So this would have been Vrabel's first season, 17, winning in against Andrew Luck and the Indianapolis Colts. This is... You know, Marcus Mariota dealing with nerve damage all season long and a great many other issues. No deal, no Delaney Walker. Taylor Lewan started the season with a concussion. Like there was a lot of problems that they found ways to survive and overcome and then, you know, ultimately fall short against the Colts in Mike's first year. But listening to the players' perspective of this game, because this, this was a Blaine Gabbard game. This was Blaine Gabbard for all the marbles with the postseason on the line. And to listen to Taylor talk about this after having experienced it myself, also a game that I had the opportunity to cover, it just makes you realize how much worse it actually was. It was like at Indianapolis, and Marcus gets hurt, so he comes in and he goes, boys, I'm about to dice these kids up. You guys just watch. This is the first time. We call a three-step three drop, and it's real quick, and I go for the cut. I miss my cut. 
and I roll on my back and I'm looking at the quarter, like looking at Blaine, like get the f-ing ball out of your hand. Yeah. Throws it right into Darius Leonard's chest. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, you just said you're going to dice these kids up. What the f-? And I'm like on my ass seconds. watching him run, almost take it all the way. And then it was a win and get in game. Like we won that game, we're gonna make the playoffs. And he comes in. Oh, it was goes, the, oh yeah, the Colts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colts again. They're winning in, yeah. winning in last game of the year for the playoffs. I think Marcus got hurt again or something happened. And Blaine was like, "You boys just hold him up, watch Daddy sling it." And hey, first couple plays, like, all right, okay, pick six. I was like, "Dude, you guys stop saying that shit." That was an unbelievably bad moment. Just that that game specifically, both of those games, because you'll remember. That Indi- at Indianapolis game, Mike's first year, Dean Pease had some kind of medical situation in the coach's booth. He had to go into the hospital like right before kickoff. Marcus also got hurt. So you've got Mike Vrabel calling the defense impromptu. Marcus Mariota getting, you know, having to come out of the game. Blaine Gabbert at Indianapolis and just floundering in real time. Uh, you had then the week 17 game because they had they had found ways to survive that if they'd have won, they'd have gotten they'd have broke the nine and seven curse. They would have made it to double digits. They would have played the Houston Texans in the first round, a team that the Colts went on to, I mean, really demolish. I think it was like 21 to seven. Um, 21 to seven was the uh, the Houston Texans against the Indianapolis Colts in the wild card round. That year, I can't remember who Indy lost to in the divisional round, but still, uh, a really, it would have been possible for them to do some damage had they advanced. So Blaine comes in, and listen, here's what I'll say. All right, I, uh, I'm a homer for Blaine Gabbert. I find Blaine is one of the funniest people to talk to. You know, he's had an interesting career, and you know, now a Super Bowl champion with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Blaine Gabbert is a uh, Blaine's a good dude, and he's a lot of fun to chop it up with if you ever have the opportunity to. But also, he's he has these just catastrophic moments, ways that you cannot describe. And he is uh, he is something. I mean, Jay almost willed them to win that year. He had a six of Andrew Luck, I believe. He had another fumble. He was trying to keep the Colts. At bay, it ended up being a close game until, like, I think the fourth quarter, it, uh, the Indianapolis started to pull away because the Titans were in a bit of in a, a little bit of desperation mode. But the first one I come back to is 2019. It is it is 16 nothing against Joe Flacco and the Broncos. It is a football atrocity. It is among the worst games that I've ever seen played. In the history of the sport, I got all I got on to the primetime show that night. P- Producer Reed, I think this was before Reed was working on the show, and I remember sitting in the press box at Mile High in utter disgust. In utter disgust, I I was reevaluating my my chosen career path. I sat there and I was like, I don't know what the hell I just watched, but I don't ever want to watch something like that again. I still, anytime you sit. A Denver, like I get a little, I, I love the city of Denver. It's an incredible place. I love the state of Colorado. I'd go as many times as I want, but anytime you say to me, the Denver Broncos, I get triggered a little bit. It was, that's the kind of shit that scars you. And I like, I, I didn't even have a rooting interest. Like, and they went on to be much better for that. Right. They, 
had an incredible run. The way that they finished that season, it made up almost for how bad that Denver game was and ultimately falling in the AFC Championship game. But still, I I really, I thought, I thought that what I had done, what I had chosen to do for a living was stupid and that I was wasting my time and that I had better get a job in logistics or some shit like that because I couldn't bear to watch another football game like that. Woo! It was untenable. But, you know, they turned out better for it on the other side. Uh, Derek says, we got them next season. Yeah, but at least it's Russell Wilson. Like, if Joe Flacco had been playing well and beating the Colts or the beating the Titans 16 to nothing, it wouldn't have been as bad. But Flacco was also ass that entire game. It was such a bad football game. Joe was Joe was not good. That Broncos team was not good. The only thing that they had was Phillip Lindsay. And uh, and I mean the defense played well. They had they had a couple of turnovers. Whew. I mean at least at least if they get their ass kicked by the Broncos this year, one it's at home, so I don't have to go all the way to Denver to watch them get their ass kicked. And two, at least I know that Russell Wilson's going to put on a show. Oof. Just I mean so so bad by any stretch of the imagination. All right, let's wrap up with this is a free site. The best thing that I saw on the internet this weekend. This is a funny clip that producer Reed pulled and an even funnier question. If you had to listen listen to a sporting event in another language, which language would you choose? It's a pretty interesting free site question. If you had to listen to a sporting event in any other language, let me know on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. We will talk about it at length together because the Colorado Avalanche, congratulations to them. They won the Stanley Cup last night in game six at Tampa. It was something that was a very impressive victory. It got desperate at the end on both sides, and I thought it was a great time. But always, anytime there's a big moment in sports, the alternate language broadcasts, some of them are incredible to hear in real time. And this Spanish language Spanish language broadcast of the Colorado Avalanche's victory over the Tampa Bay Lightnings in six games uh, is about as good as it gets. It's incredible. Uh, bravo. Always. So, so good. I have no idea what he's saying, but I'm hyped just listening to it. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like you, I have no idea what's going on other than La, La Avalanche, the Colorado. Like that's all I got out of that, out of that broadcast. And it's incredible. It's incredible. And I, you know, forgive me for those of you who speak Spanish. I do not clearly. And that could not have sounded worse coming out of my mouth, but yes, that's all I understand 
out of that clip. Spanish is always a good one. I have heard, um, I have heard Portuguese, I think is one that I, Portuguese is a language. It's, it's like Spanish, but, uh, obviously with, uh, with different intonations and variations on it. Um, I, I can't remember what, what my favorite one of those has been. Spanish is always a pretty good one though, because especially when you're watching soccer and the, you know, the, the, 30 second long goal calls and like 30 seconds being a short one. It's always, always so good. So, so, so passionate. So full of energy. I always really enjoy listening to the alternate, alternate language broadcasts of sporting events. They always, they always end up panning out. All right. It's going to do it for us tonight. Lovely to be back on the primetime show. If you uh, are looking for some Titans content to read, I wrote about Caleb Farley in the secondary today. You can read that at A2ZSports.com. Radio show. I'm back after, uh, what now, two days off. Friday and Monday off the radio show. Got a little vacation in. Ready to go tomorrow, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. I hope you'll hang out with us there as well. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Oh, by the way, congratulations to producer Reed. Full-time role with A to Z Sports. We love to see it. A round of applause. I should have brought him on the screen, but I got to keep my thumb on these people in case they try to take my job. I'll see you guys tomorrow.